0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hello, 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 my friend. And welcome to episode 46 of the podcast, all about how to overcome the fear of judgment in our homeschools. We have judgment of ourselves. We face judgment of others sometimes. So is this something that you could use a little help with? (laughs) Uh, Do you need some strategies for how to face these homeschooling fears? I have some encouraging ideas for you today. Plus, I'll share with you a beautiful poem, a favorite poem of mine uh, from Hafiz that starts off with this line, fear is the cheapest room in the house. I would like to see you living in better conditions. Oh, just love that. So I've been getting lots of emails, lots of emails and DMs and all kinds of questions this week from homeschooling moms saying that they aren't quite ready yet. They're not quite prepared for their homeschooling year to begin or to start back up. Some people are on break, whatever that looks like for you. Some feel unsure, some lack a certain enthusiasm, uh, and others feel even panicked. So perhaps you can relate. Let me tell you a little story from homeschooling way back when here at our house. So one year, I remember spending much of the fall just berating myself for all that I was not doing. Do you ever have that where you're just focused on what you're not doing? Uh, And I wasn't doing the block that I had planned back in the summer. I didn't feel prepared. So I ended up doing very little, right? Uh, I, because I was, I was stuck. I just didn't know how to move forward. And probably by mid fall, I felt totally like a failure, like a complete failure as a homeschooler. And I was sure that my two boys, I had just two children at the time. I was sure that they'd be ruined for life and that it was all my fault. And, and I really felt like they would be better off in school. So I scheduled an appointment to go visit our neighborhood elementary school, which is right down the street. And when I arrived, I went by myself. I went to observe when I arrived, I sat in on a combined class. I think it was a first and second grade class and they were watching an educational film about, I think about harvest and food production in other countries, other parts of the world. I don't remember much about the film. (laughs) I doubt the children do. I did either at the time because one of the teachers throughout the entire film, all the kids are sitting on the floor and they're watching this screen. And one of the teachers throughout the film kept yelling at one of the boys for being disruptive, which I found very interesting because it was actually making the disruption even more prominent. <laughs> hmm. Then, I, after that class was over, I took a tour of the building. I peeked in on an art class uh, where the children had each been given a coloring page and some crayons, and they were asked to color in the lines. I think it was a seasonal picture. And I learned that they had this art class once a week for 30 minutes. As I was leaving, the children were heading out for a short recess of 10 minutes. Yes, 10 minutes of recess. And then uh, I learned that they also got 20 minutes of recess after lunch. So 30 minutes of recess in a day. And I remember as I walked home, I kept thinking, so if we watch one film without interruption, color more than one coloring page a week, go outside for 30 minutes or more each day, that I would be doing better than the local public school. I thought, hmm, yeah, I can do that. So when I got home, I remember feeling a weight right lifted off my shoulder and i was more inspired to regroup and rethink this whole thing and to figure out how to face those homeschooling fears because they can really build up in our minds i know that we all want more than just doing a little bit better right than the public schools i know that um we want this beautiful idyllic artistic Uh, hands-on, even some of us Waldorf-inspired approach. We want it to come alive in our homes. And when it doesn't, we feel like a failure. And then all those fears just fester deep inside of us. Uh, And we also want to be this ideal parent-teacher and have everything unfold with calm and ease and all of that. And when it doesn't, we feel scared. We feel burdened by a heavy, heavy sense of letting everyone down. And then that's when the fear starts to surface, right? What if I'm not cut out for this? Was choosing homeschooling a big mistake? Maybe I'll never be able to get my children to make a main lesson book or do circle time or follow the lesson as planned or participate willingly in anything that I plan. So, Here are just a few tips on how to face these homeschooling fears. Two kind of categories. First off, I just, I want to say just stop, right? Stop going down that fear tunnel and entertain this thought instead. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, that's, I think, where we get so hung up. If it doesn't look this way, we're a failure. If we haven't accomplished all the things, then we forget that we've accomplished any of the things. So if you don't feel quite ready with lesson plans, right? Or your energy level is low, or uh, you are not completely as prepared as you would like to be, then my suggestion is that you plan what I like to call a mini block instead. So maybe for the next week or two, you do some of these activities and find a way to reignite your own enthusiasm. You wanna find a way to move forward rather than staying frozen in your fear. Here are just a couple of ideas to get your mind rolling and to have in your back pocket at the ready for those days, right? You know those days when when you don't have the energy to get uh, everybody going. So here are some ideas. Create a puppet show from a story that you've already read. Uh, Collect a few stories on a similar topic to read and then make a collection of paintings, one for each story. You can turn those into a little book. Plan ahead as to how you might want to celebrate a fall festival or whatever season it is where you are, a festival for the upcoming season. And then Build in some time each week leading up to it to prepare, right? You can learn some songs and verses. You can uh, share a story. You can do some paintings or a craft project to get ready for this seasonal celebration. You could build a whole lesson around a single book. You could build a lesson around a field trip uh, to a museum, To a nature center. You could build a lesson around uh, a certain geographic, go for a hike in a in a geographically interesting part of the world where you live, and you could build a lesson around that. There are just so many possibilities. The trick is to just pick one that sounds fun to you so that you can get your happy energy going again for homeschooling. This can really help to get the momentum moving. Over and over again, my experience has been that as long as we can figure out how to face our homeschooling fears, we will keep the learning, the homeschooling alive, the learning alive in our homes. All right. Second category is when we feel judgment from others, right? And I want you to think about what triggers your fears and have a plan at the ready for when that happens. And here are just a few scenarios that might help you um, to think that through. So Say you're scrolling social media and you see a photo that brings shame or guilt or something, just brings that immediately up to the surface uh, and the feeling that you're not doing enough. So here's what I want you to do when that happens. Fill in the blank uh, in this sentence. Yeah, but we did this today. (laughs) We did blank today. So when you're looking at this picture and everything looks so perfect in their life, I want you to immediately think of something that you did that that mother probably didn't do. Yeah, but we did this instead. Uh, Here are a few other situations that I want you to think through ahead of time think about how you'll respond to strangers, right? You're at the store and a stranger asks your, one of your kids when school starts, right? I remember the year uh, we were at the grocery store and somebody said to my oldest son, when does, does or, or are you starting kindergarten this year? And yeah, <laughs> no idea what to say. I wish that I had planned ahead better for that. So that's what I'm inviting you to do. And maybe you simply, if somebody says, when does school start, you might simply say uh, next Wednesday, and we're really excited or next Wednesday, and we're going to the beach for the day or this, this meaning being at the store, this is part of our homeschooling today. Um, And if they ask a child about grade level, you could have, you could um, coach your child on what they might say. If somebody asks them a question like, yep, this I'm starting kindergarten this year and uh, we're getting all of our living rooms set up for it or something like that. Okay. And then also you might think ahead about how you'll respond this is a tough one. When a friend, a closer friend or relative or in-law questions your choice to homeschool or your children's progress, right? Those two things can come up uh, a lot, right? Whenever kids are interacting with um, our in-laws or parents or 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 friends it can happen over holidays and things like that. So here are some possibilities that just might help you think about uh, a phrase you might have at the ready. So you could say something like when somebody questions uh, your choice to homeschool or how you're going to do it, or, you know, you're not a trained teacher or something like that. You could say, Oh, well I'm working with a mentor and she's helping me with my plans. Or you could say, we follow a holistic approach that's really engaging and hands-on. So today we made and give an example. We made a painting, we uh you know, made a nature journal, we did some baking, you know, whatever that might be. And then you might consider simply saying, thanks for your concern, but we've got this. Because the reality is that you don't owe a big explanation to anyone, right? You can reply with love, but also a sense of commitment because you do have commitment. Even when you these fears come up and you feel like you're waffling, you made this choice to homeschool. Uh, I know sometimes other people's questions can cause us to feel fear, anxiety about what we're doing or not doing, but I strongly recommend that you have a short response in mind for when these questions and situations come up in your life. Then you can go home separately, like separate these two things. You can go home and talk to your partner or a good friend about your concerns. I'm not saying shove your concerns aside. I'm just saying separate them out from other people's judgment or your own harsh judgment of what you are doing. Uh Because those concerns that you have, there's really no need to share those with the doubters, right? That doesn't do you any good. Share those with people, your partner, or a good friend, or a homeschooling buddy in particular, because that's where you're going to get the most support. And believe me, you are not alone. Uh, Really, this, this emotional roller coaster at this time of the year is a very common experience, and your feelings are perfectly normal. I just want to validate that for you. Uh, but if you make peace with your fears, you can take away its power, it won't have so much power over you. One of my favorite mantras is feel the fear. And do it anyway, because the fear is going to be there some days, right? And just bring it right along with you. Like, oh, hello, fear. <laughs> We're going to still go ahead and do this homeschooling today. <clears throat> uh, that's really the definition of courage, actually. Courage is not the absence of fear, but feeling that fear and taking still taking action. All right, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite poems. One that I have print I had printed out and put in the front of my planner for years and years so that I could read it often. Like I mean like every single day often. <laughs> so I hope this can help you just like it did me, help you to face your homeschooling fears. And here it is. Beer is the cheapest room in the house. I would like to see you living in better conditions. For your mother and my mother were friends. I know the innkeeper in this part of the universe. Get some rest tonight. Come to my verse again tomorrow. We'll go speak to the friend together. I should not make any promises right now, but I know. If you pray, somewhere in this world, something good will happen. Mm. So whether you are just starting your homeschooling year and trying to rev back up, or you're mid-season and you need a little boost, I have these ideas for you to consider. And if you need to go back and listen to this episode again, right? And then jot some ideas down for yourself, because I think it's going to help you really, first of all, acknowledge the fear, be okay that the fear is going to come up sometimes, expect the fear, and then also have a plan for what you're going to do when that does happen, because it, it will, right? And know that that's just part of the journey. So I'd love to hear how it's going at your house. I wish you all the best in your upcoming lessons, block, season, wherever you are in your homeschooling year. Uh, And if you want to get any help uh, from me getting back to those lively lessons and and learning how to face your homeschooling fears, consider scheduling a mentor session with me. I can help you to get unstuck. And move forward, make progress. So you can check out details at artofhomeschoolingcom mentor with Jean. And you can find show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com/episode 46. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember: Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.